everybody. Welcome back to the Half Hour of Power. I am Joe. Brandon is here. Yo, yo, Joe. What do you know? Hey, Brandon. Um, it's a new year, and that's all I know. Happy New Year, too, brother. I'm, I'm glad we're still, show still running great, and bringing in a new year on a on a great, great, great show tonight. Oh, yeah. So this will be, uh, you know, we've done shows similar to this before, but this will be different for us, won't it? Yeah, way different. Way different. So, yeah, you and I were talking earlier in the week. Yeah. And we just kept going and kept going and kept going. And then I think uh, I stopped and I said to you, Brandon, why didn't we record this? Right. (laughs) Yeah, and I agree. I was like, we was, it was... I think we talked for like a whole hour. Yeah, you were like, yeah, I, I was about to say the same thing. Why didn't we record this? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, because you know how we get. We start talking about, you know, our what you know, we both passionate about movies and we love comics yes. and and yes. we like to to talk about those things and certain things I didn't know and certain things you didn't know and you have more details on certain things and boom, baby, that's how it was. Yeah, like oh, okay, there we should have recorded. So we're gonna try to recreate that. Um, and I know we can expand the topic that it was, but first, I wanted to see since this is sort of like our year in year in review. We did uh, last year. We did like our our favorite ten films of the year, and we didn't have to. They didn't have to be films that came out in. 2022 so we're gonna we'll do a little bit different this year we'll try this and i've got three films that i would say are my favorite films that came out in 2023 and i was wondering if you have three films that you would say are your favorite films and i will say this brendan because we didn't talk about this in that conversation it was not about our favorite films of 2023 that was that was the (laughs) That was the interesting part, and like you right, just already right. said, we did go on for damn close to an hour. Yeah, but so kind of springing this on you now, and I will I will say, if you don't have them, don't name. Them. Don't name them. I yeah, I don't want you to just name a movie and say, "Well, I like this," and then throw it on there, and then like two days later, go, "Oh man." I meant to say this movie. Do you you know what I mean? You follow me? Yeah. Oh no, no, I get you. It's only oh that means it literally be <laughs> it won't be three. I can say that now. Yeah, so whatever <laughs> it is, but I've I've got I've narrowed down top three movies that I'm like for me, these are the three movies that you need to see this from twenty twenty three. And then whatever else you watch is whatever else you watch. Okay. Um, and uh if you have the same do you want to go first? No, I'll let you go first because you, you probably literally have three. I do. I have three. And uh, longtime listeners will know that Jesse and I, and, and I think you do too, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, we do have a hard time making top ten lists just because it's it just seems – I mean, I don't even know what the correct term for it is. <laughs> it's always a changing <laughs> list for me. It's always like, it would always change. You look back and go, man, that sucked. Why did I put that there? Um, all right, I'll, I'll name my three favorite films from last year. All right. Would be uh, Oppenheimer, 
Oppenheimer. I forgot about Which, that uh, movie. I saw that twice in the theaters. I had to see it twice. I did not think I was going to like it as much as I liked it. But oh, was I was, yeah, I was really impressed with the uh, cinematography, with uh, the, all the actors. Every actor was spot on. The music, the the way the movie was put together, the different timelines, and how uh, Nolan tried to make it easy to follow the different timelines, the different. All of that stuff, uh, yeah. I thought everything just came together, and the film was like three hours and some change. But it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a drawn out three hours, though. Yeah, I felt like it moved very quickly, very well, kept you engaged. Um, yeah. The other one would be Godzilla minus one. I knew that was coming. <laughs> which it's very hard to not put that at number one, but it's in in an odd way, it's a nice companion piece to Oppenheimer. Nice. Oh, oh, oh! I got. Oh, I get what you're doing. Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. and it's like it talks about Japan and their the way they were dealing with the nuclear bomb being dropped on them. Nice. That was really... I would never have put those two together. It was just strange watching the movie. Like It's a Godzilla movie. I've loved Godzilla since I was a very small child. I've been watching Godzilla movies my entire life. This is only the second Japanese Godzilla film that I've been able to see in the theater. Right. Um, So this... And it's very... It's very, very well done. And I would say... Out of all the Godzilla movies, just just the Tahoe, and I'll say this: for me, automatically the Tahoe films are better than the legendary films. Of course. Although the legendary films are not bad, they're good. But if you but these are all, these are always always to me they're always better. They're just yeah. it's just they're always better. Yeah, that's where it originated. Um, this one would be like top three, maybe top five. Of all Tahoe Godzilla movies, this one to me is that good. Nice. Uh, just, just the way they did that, the way you got to see them deal with the uh, aftermath of the bomb, because that's what Godzilla is. That's that's part of where Godzilla came from. So, in an odd way for me, this is like a nice companion piece to Oppenheimer. Um, and then, uh, what do you think? Uh, the third film. Do you have a guess on what my third film is? Would it be Avatar? <laughs> Avatar. Oh man, no. Uh, it would be Sisu. Yeah, Sisu. Yeah. Sisu came out in the states in April of 2023. I had to look that up because I couldn't remember if that came out at the end of. 22 or uh but yeah so i found that i found a dvd of that of walmart like man i really wanted to see this and i just bought that and watched it like wow the movie is tight it's got no meandering no no fluff it's interesting it's engaging you got a guy beating up and killing nazis in many ways that they deserve uh, you saw Sisu, didn't you? Yeah, I watched it like three times. Oh, okay, so you know we we might do a show on Sisu here uh, coming up. 
Yeah, actually, believe it or not, your top three is yeah, I just forgot all the movies that came, which is weird. Like how I forget yeah. like, all the movies that came out in twenty twenty three. I don't I don't get it. Maybe because I just had yeah. COVID and I forgot stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> I mean there there's a lot of uh, pretty decent things that you and I both liked. Um I think we both like Renfield. We both like Demeter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. tough because, like, are those, like, top movies? Like, I wouldn't oh, put I those mean, on top list. I wouldn't put them there, but, you know, I would mean, you? I mean, for for me, I will put the Demeter there. Um, oh, okay. Like, if I had a top ten list, uh, Renfield and Demeter would be in that list. I forgot about those, too. Yeah, see, and and I know that you liked, I liked this movie, but I know you liked it more, uh, the Pope's oh, yeah. Exorcist. Yeah, you you darn right, and I forgot all about that. Yeah, so I, I mean, got two movies, and now I'm, I'm kind of sad now. Yeah, then you got um, Cocaine Bear came out early. Um, Megan came out early in the year. Megan. I like both of those also, but I wouldn't put them on my top ten list. Yeah, Megan was. Was, uh, well, also, the unrated Megan was good. Like oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, I haven't seen the unrated one yet. Okay. I mean, honestly, it's, it shows what it was supposed to show in the theaters, but they just didn't show it. Okay. That's okay. all. Nothing like big, um, dramatically different. Just the, the scenes where you needed to see the gore that is added okay. in there. That's all. So do you have, uh, what is your picks? Do you have, I have a list? Or? I have two, and I don't want to. I don't want to go back and go. Oh well, yeah, I'm, I'm meant to say uh, this and that and this and that. And that. <laughs> uh, I forgot about this and da 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 da. So, and okay, so my my first one <laughs> is uh, Mission Impossible, uh, Part One. Oh, okay. Um, the second one's coming out this year. Um, that was a good movie. Left you on a big cliffhanger. Um, kind of made me mad. That was my <laughs> first. Uh, that was my first pick, and my second pick. Now I know it's it's a video game uh, movie. Uh, I've been waiting for this movie to come out for years. Blumhouse been teasing about it for years, uh, which is uh, Friday Nights at Freddy's. Okay, uh, that was my second pick. Um, and the reason why I chose the Five Nights at Freddy's is because I played the games, um, since they came out. And, uh, I met, uh, YouTube, uh, player, uh, Mark Replier. I met him at the convention and, uh, he was the one who got me starting to play, uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's. So that's what kind of pulled me into it. Um... Third one, just off the top of my head, because I don't know if, well, wait, I don't know if this came out 23 or not. No, it had to. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it did. Yeah. See, that was a pleasant surprise for me also. Yeah. Um, cause, like, I got a chance to see that twice this past year. See, I, I, I knew about Dungeons and Dragons. When I was a kid from the cartoon, they used to come on cartoon Saturday in the morning cartoons. I did not uh, know about the tabletop game Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Until I got a little bit 
uh, older, I said 12 or 13 years old, then that's when I knew about the tabletop. But that's basically it. But I love Dungeons and Dragons because of the fact that they, um, Gagat, the creator, uh, may he rest in peace, he started a, a, a game, him and a friend, that led up to a, a big budget game, movie, so much controversy, but the movie was awesome. They did some throwbacks, throwbacks to the cartoon, and it was really pleasant. It was really pleasant. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun movie. Way better than the one that came out in like 2000. Yeah, they had like Marlon Wayne in it and some other guys. Yeah, that was like, that was a big disappointment. I can't remember yeah, okay. that one. I just remember seeing it and going, wow, that really just, that was terrible. That was heartbreaking. That was really um, heartbreaking. So, so let me ask you this, and we'll talk about this a little bit more when we get into that. Um, and I, uh, we've talked about this briefly off mm-hmm. and on, but I don't think we've ever talked about this that much on the show. Would you buy any of those on uh, DVD? <laughs> now, let me say this. Let me throw this caveat. Because... Um, Let's say money's not an object. Would you buy those on DVD? Money's not an object. What about them on DVD? You know what? I will. I, I, I will. I even buy. Would? I even buy the ones that are VHS that's still out there. Because I found something out about Roger Rabbit, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and I found yeah. something out that you will never get on Blu-ray. You will only get it on VHS or Laserdisc. So, <laughs> excuse me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, and I, I'm, bring, I'm bringing that up because way back when Jesse and I used to rate movies like that. Like, did you like it enough to buy it? Well, I um, mean, and then down. streaming came out and all of the streaming yeah. stuff. And I, I used to buy movies pretty regularly. Back in the day. And then, well, then when the streaming came out, I stopped for quite a few years. Really? Yeah. And then I started seeing these very strange stories that really gave me pause about how some streaming services will actually edit films. Yes. That will actually edit out things that they find offensive, which them editing them offends me. Yes. And I'm sure it would it offends a lot of other people like me. Yes. Because I want to see the movie the way it was intended to be seen. Mm-hmm. And I don't... I'm not, the only person that I think should be able to edit the movie is the filmmaker. So, yes. you know what? As much as uh, a lot of us cried like little babies when uh, George Lucas released the special editions and kept editing Star Wars... He made that movie. He can do whatever he wants to that movie. But somebody else who had nothing to do with it gets to edit stuff out. That's not right to me. So I started looking around and going, there's a lot of places you can get DVDs 
And I, I'm just calling them all DVDs. It doesn't matter. I mean, a Blu-ray is still a digital video disc. However you want to, you know what I mean? Whatever format, digital video, uh, Blu-ray, uh, there's that 4K stuff. Whichever one you want to get. It doesn't matter. There's a lot of places you can get those cheaper. Yeah. You know, you don't have to buy them the day they come out. You can wait, and they'll go to the secondhand shops and all that. But then there are these announcements from Best Buy that they're not going to be selling uh, DVDs anymore. Then there were, um, let me see. Oh, man, I was actually at one of a, a local uh, Walmart that didn't have any anymore. They had like an end cap. Yeah, they have a small end cap now. And not all Walmarts just have end caps. Um, Walmart next to me doesn't have an end cap. The Walmart next to me actually has, and I, I don't see this very much, they actually have a section on the shelf for Steelbook editions of DVDs. Mm. Which is like, wow, I never thought I'd see that in a Walmart. That's cool. Um, but what about you, Brandon? What do you think about that? Well, um, I guess I'm like, so I'm, you know, how I talk about the streaming. Um, but with the editing, um, remember, what was it? Uh, oh, Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I love that movie. I had the original DVD when it was released from theaters and watched it, loved it, watched it all the time. Then. Uh, I end up buying another DVD or Blu-ray, and you can tell it was super, super edited. Wow! Yeah, because I was like, "Wait, that's not what that's wait that was that way," you know. And it, it kind of irritated me. Um, and like you said, with streaming services, they do that too. They edit out certain things that was uh, not in the theatrical release. Um, now, sometimes I go to, and I did like Walmart back in the day where they come out with like, uh, was it cheaper by a dozen? And then they had the original and then they had the remake yeah. together. And they, they still have that stuff too. Oh, because I haven't seen them in a while. Usually they yeah, I mean, like, it, and now, you know, as you know, it just depending on which Walmart you go to, because I didn't think I was going to go to a Walmart and it only had an end cap for DVDs and then go to the Walmart right next to me. And it has a section for as a really still a nice section for DVDs, but also a steel book section. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, it was, um, it was because like, and, and, and listeners and viewers out there, you don't understand. Joe has like a big wall of like movies. Okay. <laughs> and now me, I do. I, I don't have a big wall of movies. I, I, I got well, like giant totes of Disney movies, like the old VHS. Disney I would movies. keep those, Brandon. Keep those. Uh, oh, here, yeah. Here's the other thing, Brandon. Been there forever. Um, <laughs> I've also seen a couple of stories pop out here in the past couple of months about how you've bought digital. Right? You can buy digital stuff, mm -hmm. and then they can disappear also. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's the that's the that's the drawback. Because yeah. you, because you, you the one who brought that up to me, so yeah, that's where uh, I was like, no, nah, not really, because he was like, what if, what if the internet goes out? I can't watch none of those movies. Yeah, they're gone, and well, it's, it's like there was that story about 
uh, Discovery shows that were on PlayStation Network, and yeah. those were gone because they lost a license. So if you were on there and you bought those, those shows are gone, and you're screwed. Yeah. And yeah, if the internet goes out, I'm fine. I got a I got a player, and I've got DVDs. I can watch whatever I want if I have it. Yeah, who's gonna take it from me? But anyway, um, there's some food for thought <laughs> for everybody out there if they haven't been thinking about that. Um, what is the thing that triggered our? And we talked about some of this in in that long conversation we had that we thought we should have recorded. But what is the main thing that got us going? We got it going because we were talking about how basically how Warner Brothers uh, just basically messed, messed up the whole, um, uh, well, at the time it wasn't called a DCU, but all the DC movies that they had the license for. Like, for example, we were talking about the Superman, we were talking about oh. Batman, um, and how they screwed it up because Mar- they, this could have been... DC Universe since 89. Oh, you, you were telling, you were watching it. something, weren't you? Yeah, I was watching um, an iceberg on a guy on YouTube that was doing an iceberg about Superman. He was, he really not a Superman fan, but he was just doing it because he did Batman. So he said, why not? And he was just going, talking about certain um, aspects on what happened, what what happened with this movie? Uh, well, you found out he wasn't very detailed, didn't you? Yeah, sure, sure did. Because you kind of just basically you went on a tangent. <laughs> I did. I went on a big tangent on that. So what? What? So we were talking about, and this went in with uh, James Gunn, right? So yeah. recently, yeah, they have the decided James Gunn was offered to do a movie for DC. And it wasn't Suicide Squad because he was supposed to do Superman Lives also. Yes, he was offered Superman. He said, no, I don't want to do Superman. So recently, and it's been over a year now that they've done this, they've decided to reboot the DCEU. Now it's what? Just DCU. Yeah, and I, I am like, just, you guys don't think that he is the guy that's going to fix it? Maybe, but they've been messing up their comic book movies since the 70s. And it seems like we've forgotten that. We don't know where any of this came from. So I, I posed a question to you, Brandon, and uh, we might have talked about this somewhere on the show, but we're really going to get get in deep here. <laughs> uh, what, what is the last, what is the first Superman movie that originated at Warner Brothers? Oh, uh, uh, um, well, I think it would start off as a serial, but it wouldn't. It would have been a uh, George Reeves, right? No. Or is it Steve? Nope. Steve Reeves played um, Herc. The Herc. The first first Superman movie originated at Warner Brothers is Superman Returns. You know what year that was? You oh, remember what year oh, that was? That was two thousand six. Yeah, 2006, and you know, for us, I mean, nobody that remembers wasn't... that movie though, so it doesn't matter. That's why I remember that movie, and I remember that it's better than Man of Steel. No, it's not. But, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, if you want to hear us to talk about Man of Steel comparison, we're not really going to talk about the quality of movies this time. If you want to hear that, you can go listen to our uh, Man of Steel 
10 year anniversary show, which we have a lot of fun talking about what we think about the quality of those movies there. You can go do that. But it, it's like, but how many Superman movies were made before that? Uh, about six. Four. Four. Yeah, so you had uh, Superman the movie, Superman 2, Superman 3, and then Superman 4, Quest for Peace. Well, what about Superman? What about Superman the Mole Man? And- now, Superman the Mole Man, we're, that's a whole different thing. And uh, we'll, we'll, we can go back and talk about that. But what I'm talking about is the movie that ushered in this new era of comic book movies is Superman the movie. No. Yes, it is. You would not have the MCU for but all you, you MCU know. nerds. No, you all you that. nerds, you would not have the MCU if you did not have Superman the movie. You would well, no, not have Batman but, but, eighty nine if you did not have Superman the movie. But and I can prove that with the MCU because Kevin Feige says however you say that <laughs> fellow's name. Feige. He says that every time before they uh make a movie, they watch Superman the movie. He did not. He did say that, yes. Oh god. Yes, he did. Now, Superman the movie is the first major comic book movie that was taken seriously and done with a big budget. Okay. And that's why I say that. that that's so, I mean, if it wasn't Richard Donner who did that, who knows what could have happened? I mean, uh, who knows? But yeah, true. And that was not even originated in Warner Brothers. And at that time, and the reason I'm not wanting to talk about George Reeves Superman right yet is I'm not sure if Warner Brothers owned DC at that time but Warner Brothers owned DC at that time and they didn't even start the Superman movie you know who started that Superman movie Superman the movie you know who started that uh, what, what, uh, what do you mean producer or director who originated that project I don't. I don't remember now that's right. You said it to, you said it to, look, you said it we talked about that? So you had the Salkins. So Alexander and Ilya Salkin, Ilya is oh, the, okay. the son. They were making the Three Musketeers movies and then the Four Musketeers. They shot those movies at the same time. And yeah, some of the actors yeah. didn't know they were making two movies at the same time. And they got in trouble for that. But I bring that up. Because Ilya Salk had said, I want our next movie to be Superman. And he went and asked his father, can we make a Superman movie? Because I love Superman. And I think that we could make a uh, fun action movie, a serious, big movie. Okay, so his dad said, all right, let's look into it. They went and looked into it, and they got the rights from Warner Brothers to make the Superman movie. (laughs) Now, <laughs> now you got to put everything together to make that movie, right? Right. So that movie, they actually created a, a new camera system to make it so the man could fly. Yeah, because they wanted him to fly. Because they that was the tagline for that movie. You will believe a man could fly. So, you know, you put all that together. So they, they also had... Uh, I don't remember if he was the original director, but he was the director who was going to make it. Um, Guy Hamilton was the director. No, and you know way. who that is. Yeah, you know, you know what he made. What he made? He made some James Bond movies. He made a uh, License to Kill. Um, 
I don't know if he made a li- I don't think he made the license to kill. Let me look that up. Let's see, guy. Yeah. But he couldn't do it. He had to leave because of where they were going to shoot it. It had to do with um, taxes. Taxes? He was a tax exile or something like that. It was something. All right. So he made uh, Live and Let Die, Man Live with the Gold Gun, Goldfinger. Diamonds are forever. So, I mean, oh, Goldfinger yeah. is generally considered one of the best, if not the best, James Bond movies. Then, So, I mean, he made... I mean, he is no uh, stranger to this type of filmmaking. So, he had to step out and you bring in uh, Richard Donner. And you know why? Because of the, uh, the omen. Because he's awesome. Well, they saw the omen, and they like the omen, so they bring him in. All of this stuff, and I'm saying all this because it's like it's like a perfect storm. Well, wait, wait, Everything wait, wait, coming wait. together. Wait, What's so that? Richard Donner, Richard Donner did the omen. Yes, that explains a lot. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you got explains a lot. <laughs> But anyway, you, you bring him in, and then he brings in to help with the script on this because Superman the movie was two scripts, two movies. Mm-hmm. And they were going to shoot it just like they did The Three Musketeers. That was going to be done like a serial from the 30s and 40s. It was going to have a cliffhanger at the end, and then it was going to pick up right where it left off for Superman 2. But that's not exactly what happened with that. So he brought in. Tom Mankiewicz to uh, help him uh, fix up the script. He's credited as creative consultant. You know what Tom Mankiewicz worked on, don't you? No. That's right, James Bond. (laughs) Hold on. So you're telling me you had two, well, you had two James Bond directors. One was offered to do it, but he didn't want to do it because of taxes. And then you have another director that worked on the James Bond movie. Wait, did he work on a one license to kill? No, that's in the eighties. License to kill came out in the eighties. Yeah, so, license to kill was eighty nine. Yeah. I keep so I mean he worked kill, on if I remember right, the ones he worked he worked on the ones with he Roger worked on Moore? stuff with uh with uh Guy Hamilton. I mean Live and Let Die is Roger Moore. That's what I thought. Uh, the man with the golden gun is Roger Moore. He worked on some of those with uh with him. I mean he's also got uh, so, but anyway, but anyway, I say all that because some of these players come back into play and then, you know, they go all the way up to three, you had all this crap happen in between with number two and they go to number three and number three was still a blockbuster, right? Really? Yeah, it, it was still a blockbuster, still made over a hundred million at the box office. So they still considered that a hit, but they didn't want to make any more. So what they did is, okay, let me backtrack just one second, yeah, just to gonna... <laughs> just to illustrate Warner Brothers' nuttiness. Okay, so <laughs> Warner Brothers gets to see the dailies for Superman the movie, and the budget keeps going up and up because they had to create these special effects. It was there was such a magical time there in the late 70s. You had these three movies reinventing special effects. Right, I'm not going right. to say created special effects. I'm going to say they reinvented special effects. And you know what those three movies are? Star Wars. 
Star Wars is one. Superman is another. What's the third? Um, Space Odyssey, two thousand one. Star Trek: The Motion Picture. No. Yes. Yes, no. it did. Space Odyssey. Space Odyssey came out in nineteen sixty-eight. It was a Michael Corbett movie, and it was great. It was a Stanley Kubrick movie. I said Stanley. <laughs> I meant Michael. <laughs> I Michael Schrodinger. Right, it came out in nineteen sixty-eight, and at that time when that came out, that was the first or the the biggest money making science fiction film. That's why they didn't really want to gamble with sci-fi films because they weren't big money makers. Where the heck did I get Michael from? I don't know. It's all right. But anyway, in the in the late 70s, right around that time, it was Star Wars, it was Star Trek, the motion picture, and it was Superman the movie that were all reinventing special effects. Yeah. So those nerds that told me that Star Wars invented special effects when I was in film school, and I knew they were full of crap back then. These are the three movies that did it. <laughs> so don't you guys forget that. So this this then you had you had Warner Brothers saying, you know what, we'll give you some money for this, Salkins, which led to a lot of tension on the set because the Salkins were losing some control of the movie. Which caused a lot of tension between them and Richard Donner. And now you come to Batman. Okay. Now that we've set up some craziness from Warner Brothers. So Batman, nineteen eighty nine. I've kind of always wondered this. Why the heck did it take them that long to make a Batman movie after the success of Superman? Well, I mean, let's see. So, let's see. Batman, the series with Adam West, what? I think it was on there for like, what, four seasons? Three? Three. three. And let's see. So, they just probably didn't want to do the, well, I call it comedic Batman, but, you know. That might be that might, that that might be a big part of it, but why after they saw the treatment that Superman got in Superman the movie, why were they not willing to go? You know what? We can do this with Batman instead of saying Batman has to be campy. I mean, you go look at the the Superman before that was the George Reeves show. It wasn't quite as campy as. The Batman show. Oh no! I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, you, you know, what I mean, there's a little bit, a little parallel there. Not exactly the same, but there's well, little... more so is just the the fact that you know it's it's just the time period. You know, I mean, the comic Silver Age comics was a little bit dark. So I don't mean these Batman, Batman and Superman, George Reeves that was coming on. You know, they had to be lighthearted, but it caught the tension of a lot of a lot of people, a lot of yeah. kids. Uh, yeah, but it's like why did it take that long? There was no iteration of Batman in between there. Now you know how that Batman movie started? Do you think that that originated at Warner Brothers? No. I know that didn't That's right. It absolutely did not originate at Warner I, Brothers. I, I do know that one. <laughs> That one I do. Warner Brothers. <laughs> you see, Warner Brothers didn't even go, hey, this Superman was successful. They didn't even start in like after Superman 2 came out and start developing it. Somebody else did that. This is how crazy Warner Brothers is. So to think that James Gunn, hired by Warner Brothers, is going to fix the DC movies. Yeah. 
I hope he does. I hope I'm wrong. I hope he nah, can. He won't. But I, oh. I don't see how just putting him in control is going to fix their years and years and years of crap that they've only, done. Only because we're not even going to go into the silly garbage that John Peters was doing, oh. which you can go and watch <laughs> Kevin uh, Smith talk about that with Superman. Yeah. Cause I the think silly Smith, crap. The Warner Brothers is so desperate yeah, that after Kevin the Smith success of Batman, it. yeah, after the success of Batman 89, and then the success, which this is this really wasn't as big a success, uh, Batman Returns, after Batman Returns doesn't do as well as Batman, they thought Batman was done after Batman Returns. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, they thought it was done. So... But it did well enough that they're going to make a third movie, and then when Batman Forever, yeah, of course you, you know that McDonald's got Tim Burton fired, right? See that 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 I was thrown off with because I didn't know that. Yeah, they they got him fired because it was too dark. That is a dark dark movie. But I mean, it was I mean, and you go to McDonald's him... at that time, and you got it was a Happy Meal. You could get kids' toys with that, whereas Batman 89, which was a dark, dark movie, you go to Taco Bell and you could get the cups, but there were no toys. Well, so see, my, my only McDonald's thing was, wanted to lighten up for the kids because they were making so much money with it. I just understand why Tim uh, Tim Burton just didn't follow, you know, this the because he ended up rewriting their script because they already had a script already written for Batman Forever, um, but he ended up rewriting it and like. Uh, Robin Williams is supposed to play the Riddler, and oh, that's Lizzie a whole Williams. other rabbit hole. That Robin Williams stuff—that's a whole other thing. Yeah, like what the that heck pissed off think? Robin Williams for years. I believe it. He would have been a great Riddler. I mean, don't get me wrong, Jim yeah. Carrey was great, but at my, in my Carrey. time, Robin Williams yeah. was awesome. Oh yeah, so you got that movie, and when that movie came out, in like three days, it made fifty-three million, which doesn't sound like anything right now. Sounds like nothing. But back then, when that came out in the summer of 95, that was a big deal. Oh, wow. So they thought that, holy crap, there's still life in Batman. So they rushed the next Batman movie into place. And everybody wanted a piece of that Batman. Batman and Robin. That's why we got Batman and Robin the way it is. Everybody wanted a piece of it. They went nuts, lightened it up even more, made it more like the 66 show, which is what the guy that started that pushed to get the Batman movie made wanted to get rid of. Did we, we didn't even talk about that. Did we, you know, you know, the guy who originated that. No, you could see him. He's on, he's in the credits to all the Batman movies. I think to all the movies with Batman live action appearing in it. It's uh, Michael Uslan. Uslan. Yeah. 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 He is the guy that said, I want to start. I want to make a Batman movie and I want to go back to its roots and I want to make a dark mysterioso Batman. And he is the reason that we got that 89 Batman movie made. Nobody from Warner Brothers did that. Nobody from Warner Brothers. Let's let that sink in, everyone. Nobody from Warner Brothers looked at the grosses for Superman the movie and Superman 2 <laughs> and said, what else do we have like this? Huh. But Paramount, you know what Paramount did? Paramount saw Star Wars and said, do we have anything like that? Yes, we do, and they made Star Trek the motion picture. But Warner Brothers isn't smart enough to look at it and go, what else do we have? 
No. Somebody else got that Batman movie going. And they still, to this day, don't know what to do. Because... Yeah, yeah that's, that's <laughs> bad. So if they're going to put... And, and let's look at some more missteps they did. So you have the whole... Zack Snyder stuff, what they did, where they did that with Superman. It made Superman darker than Superman needs to be. Oh, yeah. In Man of Steel. You know why they did that? One of the reasons they did that? And this also affected Spider-Man. Because when they rebooted the Spider-Man series, they did the same thing. Hmm. Because when uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman movies came out, what he did for Batman was perfect for Batman. That works for Batman. Right. Everybody looked at the grosses for the Dark Knight. Uh, for yeah, for the Dark Knight, and said, "Holy crap! We got to make all our uh, superhero movies dark and angsty and realistic, flawed and like they were taking place in the real world." So that's why you got the Amazing Spider-Man that way, and that's part of the reason you got Superman the way he was in Man of Steel. Why? <laughs> Why? And uh, let, let's no go all the way up to the let's go let's move all the way up to the Black Adam movie. Oh God! <laughs> Why do you make that Black Adam movie? You put characters in there. I never thought they put in a movie. The uh, Justice Society. Yeah. Why do you think that you shouldn't have Shazam in that movie? And then why do you tease Superman at the end of that movie and then not? And then after that comes out, and you got Henry Cavill Superman at the end of that movie, not make one with him fighting Superman. Oh, no, no, let's step back even further. Why is he not fighting Superman in it? Not in the all. first movie. <laughs> this is the silliness. I mean, I don't know everything that goes on, that went on behind the scenes, but it's just, just the basic stuff that we can see as outsiders. Why do they not see these dollar signs like that? What is that? They they don't look at the they look more at the actor. They don't look at the you know what the audience want. You know, they look at oh uh, oh this actor's cool. I mean, look how many times her and Cavill have been saying, Nope, he's not he's not gonna there's no more Supermans, we're done. Oh, he's not going to yeah, be. Yeah, but he, he finally. You remember this? This was a big deal when this happened. He finally was able to tweet that he will return as Superman because Warner Brothers gave him the okay to do so. Yeah, and then right, right after that, and then there was that cameo, one. and then Warner Brothers said, "Up, oh, we're done. We're going to reboot everything." Yeah, which contributed to the failure at the box office not mm -hmm. as a film, but at the box office for Blue Beetle, The Flash, and now Aquaman. Well, you know, Blue Beetle was Aquaman really good, too. too. It was exactly. Really good. I'm not I'm not you talking know, about the quality of any of the movies. We're not we're not talking about yeah, that. This, and, I mean what I'm saying is it was really good because the way it was like how it was tied in, but when yeah. you cut, you know what I'm saying Oh, well, we're doing a whole revamp. You just got rid of the main people who, you know, who yeah, doing you destroyed it. everything. And you got, uh, I mean, that really, that really hurt Aquaman too. Aquaman one was a pretty big hit. Did pretty well. Jason yeah, Momoa was a, 
He's really good as Aquaman. It's fun to watch him as Aquaman, but you have that. So they destroy that, and they let that go. And then, you know, we didn't. We don't even need to get into what Warner Brothers did to the Justice League movie. That was ridiculous. Yeah, that was crazy. And, and Jesse and I talked about that. We did a whole show on Joss Whedon and that movie. But it almost felt like Warner Brothers wanted the Justice League movie to fail. They sabotage themselves. I just don't. So if James Gunn and this other guy are the people that can fix this and stop the madness, okay. But I really doubt it. I, I mean, I'm oh, just. I'll, I will be, be cautiously up. Yeah. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just be cautiously optimistic. And uh, I'm not. right now, I'm like, prove it. Prove it to me. Because you screwed up Superman. You screwed up the Justice League. <laughs> well, You've uh, like, screwed up with all your announcements. So, well, it's like this. What is that? You know, Marvel. Marvel is falling off. You know, they screw themselves over um, with um, the Avengers Endgame. So you just ended your. Yeah, exactly. They haven't found their footing. You know, we'll talk about that for a little bit. They haven't found their footing since. Uh, Endgame came out. They had that bright. They've had a couple of bright spots. Spider-Man being one. Um, mm. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I did not see uh, Shang-Chi oh. or uh, the Eternals or the other one. I just don't have oh, any God. The, the Shang-Chi and Eternals was like the biggest major flop movies that came out. Definitely Eternals. Yeah. yeah. So and now yeah. here's here's another thing. Here's a here's another little rabbit hole we were talking about. Uh, there is the whole. You remember the strike that just ended? Not very yeah, long. The ago. writer and actor strike. Yeah. Do you remember in the summertime when uh, they moved Dune two from November to um, this coming? This coming? Yeah. Up? This this year now. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that because I was. Pissed. There is an article that came out, and I found it. It came out July 31st, 2023. The Marvels fans fume at Dune 2 taking all IMAX screens. The Marvels will be relegated to smaller screens later this year due to Dune 2 booking all of the IMAX theaters for itself. And MCU fans aren't happy. Um, I was do you remember MCU that? Fan. Yeah, because I was an MCU fan, and I really didn't care. Yeah, so I mean, and then a month later, and I, I found that article too. Dune 2 release date officially put, pushed back to 2024. The film was originally slated to release in November. Dune 2 is pushed back. And then you know what? That freed up all the IMAX screens for the Marvels. Well, also, too, they pushed back Ghostbusters. Well, they did, but I want to talk about these specifically because of this. I can't prove any of this, and maybe this is my rabbit hole. But <laughs> did Disney have something to do with Dune 2 being moved? You know what? I won't put it past them. Because I, that doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, this was the summertime. This wait, was wait, July wait, 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 wait. when this was announced. And the, the strike had been going on for... I'm not sure how long by the end of July the strike was going on. When but did Little Mermaid come out? Little Mermaid came out in June. It might be why. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, but it just seemed awfully suspicious to me 
I got no proof of that. I got no proof Disney made that happen. It's just me thinking, you know, just one of those things that make you go, huh? Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, why did that one get moved after that came out that they were going to be on IMAX, but then the Marvels can't be on IMAX because it's only going to be due to uh, just, just some weird stuff. Just strange stuff. Everything so I could see why people, and I've heard this before, people are like, yeah, they they will go and review bomb this movie or review bomb that movie. Like, uh, I don't know, but m- maybe they do that. So this was something that made me think maybe they really do review bomb stuff. Maybe Disney really does have enough push to have Warner Brothers move uh, Dune 2. I don't know. That's just strange stuff. Just all this weird stuff in the industry going on right now. Um, and I don't know if this year is going to be any better. <laughs> I just saw this just very recently and I didn't look into it very much, but uh, that there are reshooting Captain America four stuff right now because of bad, bad reception. Bad reception. Bad bad reception to a screening or something. I didn't look into this very much. So Captain America Captain wait Captain Four. It's a Captain America Four. This is the one if if I remember right, and and I didn't read these articles yet because I just kind of found them right before we're going on to do the show. I think this is the one that Harrison Ford is supposed to be. Harrison Ford. Yeah. But at this point, who gives a crap about the MCU anymore? Harrison Ford. Yeah. How? Uh, he's taking over a role for somebody who passed away. Now you're you're the MCU nerd in this on this show, right? Yeah, but I kind of stopped doing it because after uh, the Marvels, it was just I just. It's just they just throwing stuff out there now. It's not. You didn't like the Marvels? <laughs> no, I did not like the Marvels. And if somebody want to fight about it, we can. But I don't. And it's not because it's some woke and all that. It's not none of that. It's just the quality of the movie, the way it was done to me, was trash. Yeah, I can. I could have. I could have waited till that came on on Disney Plus. There you go. Disney Plus, that's for you. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, like, it, it upsets me because it's like people talk so, oh, y- y'all didn't like you because it was just all women. And it, no, it had nothing to do with it. The whole thing is the whole storyline didn't make any sense. And then if you really want me to get deep into it, somebody's powers are not canon. So... Makes no sense to me, but I digress. Wow. Yeah, so I was, I just, you know, it's two people. It was two. So like Quasar, which is, uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) she's technically the original uh, Captain Marvel, but, you know, they named her Quasar and then Captain Marvel. Yes. And then which originally was a guy, then it was turned into a girl. Okay, and then you have uh, Kang, Khan. She is a technically she's a uh, inhuman 
she's an inhuman, so she can she's like um, Plastic Man and Mister Fantastic. She can shape her body and make different shapes with her body and stretch and stuff. Not a big bracelet on her arm, controlled by light, and do all that. That's not that's that's not you know. Come on, let's let's be real here. But you know, I digress. Hmm. <laughs> it's universe. It's universe six nine nine nine. So okay, I just whatever. Well, I'll say this, Brandon. If you want to do a show on that, I will force I, myself I, to watch it. No, 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 no. I wouldn't even hurt your brain on that one. <laughs> You'd be like, what in the hell? You already heard my. I, I will say I did watch uh, Shazam 2, and that hurt my brain. Ooh. Well, I didn't watch Shazam 2 because I don't like the Shazam movies, so. Now you should watch that. It'll hurt your brain. The best thing oh. about Shazam 2 was there was, I, I recognized him because I used to watch this show. It was the Shazam show from the 70s. Did you ever see that? Yes. I do remember that show. So that, the guy that played the the kid who mm-hmm. then turned into Shazam, he made a cameo in that. No way, really? Yes, he did. He was wearing his shirt and everything. Like, oh, there he is! Look at that! Nice. <laughs> and that was the best thing about that movie. Um, I don't know. Do you have any uh, hope for movies this year? It looks like there's some good stuff coming. Well, you know, but, and it's, here's the funny thing about that. Since the writer strike's over now, all the good movies are coming out. I don't know. You mentioned Ghostbusters, and I've been thinking about this. I don't really care about Ghostbusters at all anymore. Uh, uh, ow. Hurt. I know. I still have not seen the last Ghostbusters movie. It's a good movie. The last new Ghostbusters movie I saw was Ghostbusters 2. I'm so, wait, what? So you haven't seen the all-women Ghostbusters neither, huh? Nope. Oh, good. And yes, again, I, I guess I have to do the same thing Brandon just did, not because it was all women, but because the frickin' director said he didn't like the Ghostbusters anyway. So what the hell yeah. was the point of watching yeah. the movie yeah. if the director yeah. doesn't like Ghostbusters to begin with? Why didn't that guy bow out mm-hmm. and say, no, I'm not going to do that because I don't like the Ghostbusters? Well, you know, that's but, another director. No, the studios... Thing. Studios can't help themselves. He was the flavor of the month at the time, and he's made some good films. He has. He's made some films I've liked. So they just, uh, I guess they kept bothering him and dumped a lot of money on his lawn, and he made that movie. (laughs) So, like, I don't want to see that movie. The guy don't like the Ghostbusters anyway. What's what's the point of that? Um, And then, you know... Bill Murray and those guys just couldn't get along anymore. So, Ghostbusters <laughs> 2, that's the last one for me. Well, they, got along, they got along in, in this last one. Well, they get along on screen, but behind the scenes, they just don't get along anymore. Yeah, that's, that's, that's behind and I'm not sure if it was just if it was just Harold Ramis and Bill Murray, or maybe if that uh, actually was. <laughs> I mean, Ramis uh, is not here anymore. Dan Aykroyd also. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's just sad that they could not get get over what it was, the differences, and 
Yeah, I mean, I don't but, know. That's they another must, rabbit they, hole. They it's a whole nother rabbit got hole. Over it, though. They must have got over it because they in this new one. All I'm wearing is yeah. new one. So, I mean, I get yeah. it, but I don't know. Yeah. Get the stick out your butt uh, move on. You guys are old. Yeah, exactly. There's not a lot of time for any of this. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's over with. Make good movies and make us happy. That's all you got to do. That's what we pay for you to do. That's what you need to do. Period. Yeah, just make a movie. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Um, I don't know. That's kind of our strange... Uh, did we miss anything, Brandon? I think that's basically what we were going on and on about. Yeah, it was going on and on about that and that um, Man of Steel kind of helped bring the MCU back to where it was at. I mean, the DCU back to where it was at. <laughs> well, the Man of Steel was the first considered the first movie in the DCEU. Yeah. What is the DCEU? Is that what they call it? <sighs> That's what it was called. DC Extended Universe. Oh my god. But now it's just going to be the DC Universe. Oh. And, and James Gunn is not going to do it. Don't get me wrong. I love Guardians of the Galaxy 1, 2, and 3. Yep. That's why I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because I like Guardians of the Galaxy. But I don't think he's going to do a great job like you think he's going to do. Because the only thing he's going to do is play some good music. Well, how do you know the score is going to be any good? I mean, from... The score from Man of Steel wasn't very good. James Gunn didn't direct it. Yeah, but you said good music. And I'm like, well, the score from Man of Steel wasn't good. How do you know the score is good? But I'm talking about James Gunn's directing style. Well, you think they're going to do the same kind of music stuff they did with Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, let me see. You want, you, want, you want to give me the whole synopsis? Yes, because here, let me help you out. One, two, and three of Guardians of the Galaxy, Suicide Squad, and also Peacemaker, same thing. You don't think he's going to go, I'm not going to do that in Superman? He is. Well, I, I hope. I bet you. I, I don't need to see Superman flying around with a Walkman or whatever they're walking, you know, uh, earbuds. <laughs> you you going to start seeing them in there dancing? Because remember, this is the uh, young version. I don't need to. I don't, it's the young what version. Mean, what, I mean, what does that even mean? Cause, and I think it's going to take place in the late 80s. So there you go. Oh, my God. I don't have any hope now. Uh, oh, this is so just stupid. Just make a Superman movie. Oh, yeah. God. We're going to start with his origin again. <laughs> oh, I hope not. Uh, you know, you know, we're talking about Superman, but they keep talking also about bringing the X-Men into the MCU, and they keep talking about the Fantastic Four. Like, I don't care about that at all. I've well, they talked. They they talked about because Ryan Reynolds was upset at Disney for showing uh Hugh Jackson Wolverine outfit because it matches with the comic book. Well, kind of like the comic book. Oh my gosh. And uh, with the cartoon also, so it's the traditional Wolverine outfit that we all know and love. Um, I'm gonna tell you something. I don't give a crap about Wolverine. Why not? It's Wolverine. Because I tried to read X-Men books and I never got into them. Well, because it depends on which one you was reading. Because if you was reading this X-Men, you can get lost unless you was reading Uncanny X-Men. So That is what I have been told, but I still don't 
And same thing with the Fantastic Four. I don't. I'm not going to go reading in Fantastic Four books now. Well, I don't nobody, like... nobody reads Fantastic Four books. The only time they read something about Fantastic is if they're, you know, like a guest cameo on certain comics or if they intertwine with it. Nobody really actually reads Fantastic Four anymore. I guess that's true. Um, yeah, so I, I know there's probably some stuff we missed when we were talking about it, but I think that was the main gist of it. And I think that ties into the upcoming year in a weird way, because this is just an ongoing thing about, can't you just make some good movies and quit worrying about some weird agenda in the movie? Yeah, we don't need the woke agenda in movies anymore. We don't need you trying to make it political. We just want to watch a nice, yeah, good, James Mangold. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm talking. I'm talking about Indy Five. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they keep. It, it's the same thing. They keep saying this stuff. You just don't want to see a strong woman. Yeah. No. 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 You, no, you don't no, want to no. see that. Like you know no. what. None of us give a flying crap if the main character is a woman no, or if the main really character don't. is doesn't look like us. No, we don't. This is what they I We hate. want to know because they're human. Well, this is what I hate. If we when, can relate to them on an emotional level. Well, I hate as a person, as a human. Joe, this is it what doesn't I hate. matter if it's a woman or what they look like, if they look like me, I don't give a crap. I want to know if I can relate to them as a person. But Joe, you got to also remember, and this is what I hate, that some of these female actors, these newer, younger female actors that do an action movies talking about, yeah, I'm like the first action Oh woman. my gosh. Or, or yeah, so also wrote this book because she believed that women were so, you know, empowered in action. It was like, uh, there's been like a lot of movies with strong women that was yeah a whole movies. lot and and the <laughs> first one the first female action hero was from 1915. That would be curious me up, man. She like, did her own stunts. I was like, do you not? And you, you not? and I talked about this. The first science fiction novel was written by a woman. Yes, and it's it's so funny because I'm sitting here like, you're an actress. Do you not pay attention to the past? Do you not research movies? No, the they don't. The that's, that's that's the sad part about this social media and tickety talk and all this other garbage. They don't pay attention to any of it. They just go and they will they will watch other people with the same opinion. Now, for us, if you listen to our show, you don't have to have the same opinion that we do. We enjoy no. other opinions. We and as evidenced by people that we've had on to defend movies that they love that we don't. And by you and I, Brandon, being able to do a show together and you love Man of Steel and it's one of the best movies of all time for you. Yeah, I right, totally right. despise that movie, but we do a show just fine together. Yeah, we sure do. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, there's movies that you love. And we've said this many a times. There's movies that yes. you love and like. There's movies that I love and like. Sometimes we... Meet in in the middle, and then sometimes we don't. Yes, but yes. I don't hate you exactly. for it. You know, like oh my god, yeah. No. What's the point of that? What do you exactly. what, what do you mean? I like Men of Steel. What do you mean? Superman Returns wasn't yeah. all that. You know, I'll tell you. Uh, there, I do know somebody else who thinks 
Man of Steel is the best Superman movie ever. I know someone else. Oh, really? So well, that's I've a great over, guy. That's a over great ten guy. years, I've had the same types of conversations with him. <laughs> 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 so sometimes when I talk to you about it, I'm like, "Oh, that's good. I better tell this other guy that too." <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we've rambled on long enough, but you know, we're. I I think for me, I'm cautiously optimistic about the future of cinema. Um about what's going to be coming out and hopefully things come back around to the way they were in the nineties and eighties and sixties, where they were just making movies to make a good movie and tell a good story. And they weren't worried about some silly, uh, agenda in some way. Uh, final thoughts, Brandon. Um, my final thoughts is I hope this year, I mean, I know some, some good movies are supposed to be labeled to come out this year. Supposed to be good. I hope they come out good. Um, I just want people to think about things. Movies just entertainment. These are directors and artists just doing their form of art. And I get it. And we all should know that. But we shouldn't judge actresses and actors in their personal lives on the screen. We should just well enjoy, said, movie. Just enjoy so the movie. Here we look for a... Uh forward to a good year and we've got yeah. Brandon and I have talked about a lot of the movies we want to talk about and topics we want to talk about for the upcoming uh, year and no Brandon tells me I'm not off the hook for a Hallmark Christmas movie which we have watched it <laughs> we will get to it we're just going to do it in uh, January so yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it is one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. And, uh, really, <laughs> I will probably watch it every year now because I thought it was oh so much God. fun. Are you really going to do that? I might do that. I I thought uh, it was a goofy, fun movie. Um, and oh, yeah, we'll get more into that when we get into that uh, Christmas episode. It's, we took a bit of a hiatus this December and didn't do much with in the way of Christmas movies like we did the last year. Yeah. But uh, that happens kind of revamping the show, the format just a little bit when we put, when we put things up. So uh, Brandon, what should people do if they like what we're doing? If you like what we're doing and you love our conversation, you guys should like subscribe, hit that notification bell and also follow us on iTunes and Spotify. All right, we'll talk to you all next time. <laughs> Later, guys. <laughs>
Damn. Oh, well. But I think that would get some people talking. Probably not. <laughs> no, I, I say that. I say that because um, Warner Brothers been on a on a down thing right now, and for everything I've been looking at on, because you know I'm I'm on I'm through social media, so I'm looking at what's going on, and yeah, I think that'd be one of our good shows. Hmm. I think okay. so. I, I think a lot of people don't know that about the whole DECU or whatever the hell they want to call it. No, they don't. They don't know yeah. that. Because remember, because remember, Justice League <laughs> was going to have Superman in it at first. Yeah, it was. You know oh well. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. That's right. It was. There was. It was in two movies. It was two yeah. movies originally. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the original Justice League poster, Harry and Cowboy's not even in it. That's right. It was two movies, and um, it was supposed to be Justice League 1 and 2, but then when uh, Superman, Batman v Superman, didn't do as well as the MCU movies were doing, because that was the height of the MCU when oh, yeah, Batman v Superman came out. Yeah, that was the... Well, that know, didn't the do the box office they thought it should do, even though Batman v Superman's box office was stellar. It didn't do Marvel money, so they were freaking out. And that's when they started uh, having... That's when the stuff started coming out about how they were mad at Zack Snyder. Well, yeah. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. All you people that watched Man of Steel multiple times in the theater and made it make all that money, Batman v Superman is all your fault. <laughs> the rest of what happened to the DCU is your fault. All you Man of Steel nerds. <laughs> you know, you know, you know that's not on the show, right? What? You say you know that's not on the show, right? Oh. <laughs> We can put it on the show. It's all your fault. It's all your guys' fault for this. So, uh, Go ahead. Edit that in there. That's, I'm going to put that in there. That's It's all your fault that that happened. So they screwed Zack Snyder. And uh, it really... Zack Snyder is not one of my favorite filmmakers, but he's always been hit or miss for me. Well, that, that Rebel uh, Moon is really good. I know that. So what's happening with Rebel Moon? What are they doing with that? Why am I seeing all these articles about how sucky it is? Are they really trying to take think, down Zack Snyder? I think they just mad at Zack Snyder, to be honest. The movie's really good. Okay. So what? Hmm. See, that's another thing. That's like, well, why are the, all that stuff coming out about that? Are they really trying? Is there really some kind of this, like, paid shill, paid... Uh, people to go after certain things a friend of mine told me that he was swearing up and down that people were going on and i forget which godzilla movie it was it was one of the legendary godzilla movies but he was swearing up and down that people were going after that godzilla movie and going on there and rating it low and giving it bad reviews yeah i believe that and they Uh, they say um some people are paid to do that Man. So, so that's so why they will go and and rate like one of the like let's let's say Exorcist Believer. 
you know that was crappy. Everybody know that movie was crappy. You can hear other yeah. critics say it was crappy, but guess what? Some people they hype it up. Movie was awesome. It was scary. It was this. It was that. And they will hype it up, and they will go with those numbers, and that's what they get paid to do. Just like how you found out about Rotten Tomato. Wow. I mean, yeah, they're so. doing that, bro. Like, um, I think I got an email for one of those. I'm gonna look for it. Let me look for it because. Well, it we'll like, just say this, Brandon. Ray Everybody listens to our show. Should know. I think they know. We just give our straight up honest opinion. Mm-hmm. Nobody paid me to no. say I hate Avatar. <laughs> no, I just genuinely hate it myself. So I hate Avatar, and nobody paid me, and nobody pays me to say how bad Man of Steel is. <laughs> yeah, and you know, here's the other funny thing: is I have a lot of friends that will tell you that I hate Avatar with a passion. There you go. Nobody's paid <laughs> you to say that it sucks, did they? No. And I think we might have to, say, have to say it on the show one day. Yeah, you know, just to clarify that we're literally genuinely telling you we don't like certain movies. Nobody's yeah, we, paying us to give you a review on a movie or yeah. nothing. Yeah, we genuinely feel this way about these movies. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Oh, so you want to hear something funny? So I thought yes. I you about the, the Ice Pirate movie. Ice Pirates. And you was telling me about, uh, you sent me the other two movies to watch? Yes. Okay. So why that one pop? I think, what was it? The Oh, crap. Was it Spy Hunter? Space Hunter? Okay. Space Hunter, Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Yeah. Why did it pop up on, on YouTube after I got out the phone? Why don't I see you in text message? It's uh, following you. It's those algorithms. They've got everything on your phone. That's what that is. Yeah, space Hunter. Space He's trying to follow you. Yeah, I like. I mean, right. I like Ice Pirates, so it's pretty good. Yeah, we'll have to do those three shows. Yeah. We'll have to do Ice Pirates, Space Hunter, Adventures of the Forbidden Zone, and Kroll. Mm-hmm.